Thanks for joining us for episode 11 of season three of Couples Inc., a place where we help couples work better together. The first and third Wednesday of each month, we drop episodes with advice, tips, and real world experience for partnering in business and life. I'm Jody, a business owner and communication strategist, and okay. I can talk about this now. I once bit into a chocolate chip cookie only to discover it was an oatmeal raisin cookie. Now hey, that's a shock- bonus. Yeah, not if you're expecting a chocolate chip cookie. It's it's a shock. And I, I mean, should I mark myself safe on Facebook from <laughs> well, having <laughs> confusing the two? And safe from lack of fiber. Yes. Yeah. I'm Glenn, <laughs> Jody's partner in life and business. And several years ago, I was house hunting and went into one open house. The realtor approached me and I just reached out to shake hands and introduce myself. And I said, I'm Glenn Berklin. And he replied, me too. <laughs> I guess my name sounds like an intro phrase like nice to meet you or how you doing or what's going on. Those, you know, they're such throwaways. You don't pay attention. Yeah, and you're just I, like, me too. Or not. doing good. Okay, that wasn't what I asked. I need so. to copyright my name, I think. You probably should. Make it pay. And it should be the whole the whole phrase yes. people say to each other from now on. Um, on today's show, we discuss how the workplace has changed quite a bit over the last 10 years. And then, instead of interviewing someone else, we decided to switch it up. And we've asked previous guests to ask us something. So Ooh, we're the ones on the hot seat. The hot seat. And at the end of the show, we play a new game called Is It Both? Without further ado, let's get started with this episode of Couples Inc. For our big topic, um, we're going to discuss how the workplace has changed, you know, over the last 10 years or so. I did some research, found some articles talking about, you know, comparing Has it things. changed? Just a, just a little bit. I don't know. Although 10 years, it's so funny. It doesn't seem like every once in a while you're like, oh, that was 10 years ago. And yeah. then you're like, oh, that's 10 years ago. Or there, or time is just so weird. Like when someone says 30 years ago or 20 years ago, they say 20 years ago. I'm thinking, oh, yeah, the 1980s. Like I, it's uh, weird how time, you know. And so 10 years ago, it's like, was it that long ago? But in change in technology and office time, it can be. But time is such a weird, weird concept. It's a man-made concept. There is no such thing as time. <laughs> and woman-made, too. I mean... Oh, thank you. Yeah, don't, you don't, know, don't be People-made concept. Yeah, we need to uh, invite Neil deGrasse Tyson. Oh, wait, what's his name? Neil deGrasse Tyson. Yes, Tyson. I, Tyson. Yes. I get... Sorry, Neil. Yeah, sorry. Not a sponsor. Sorry, Neil. But yeah, to explain time to us. He's so smart. Yeah. I mean... Yeah, and he's got a great voice, too, for podcasts. So but get on that. I'll, Invite I'll him. Put him on. Yeah. I think... In general, it's been a good thing, some of these changes. It's just we've had to adapt. Um, One of the really good things is that tools have become smarter. Not just the smartphone, but like, think about 10 years ago, if we were to do a video for a client, what the setup was, that all the stuff you had to bring out, lug, you still, if it's a high-end kind of video, you might still bring those out. But think about all the stuff we do simply with our phone now. It kind of blows my mind because, you know, when I was in college and then first coming into the industry, you had to carry something on your shoulder if you were going to shoot in the field, Mm -hmm. is what they called it. And it wasn't always in the field. It's so misleading. You know, yeah, I always wore, you know, overalls and put a straw in my mouth. Wait a minute. This is an office wore setting? Wore my Farmer Glen hat. But it was, um, you, you put something on your shoulder that was the size of a, a sofa arm. 
Oh my gosh, yeah. And okay, think about two back in the day, and this is probably longer than 10 years, but stabilizers. Like if you were shooting something, you would have shaky cam like crazy, which I think maybe that was a style way, way back in the day to do yeah. shaky cam. But you had to add something else if you needed to have a stable shot to your camera. Yeah, yeah. It, uh, the, one of the th- and they still use those, mm-hmm. the um, Steadicam. Steadicam, that's yeah. it. We are so not technically savvy, or I'm not technically savvy. I just call things so thingamajig. yourself. That, but um, but yeah, like the shooting a video, mm-hmm. um, being able to upload it. Yeah. All those things have changed, and that is so good. At the same time, it does put pressure on a lot of people that they have to suddenly do like a ton of TikTok videos or something like that, and that may not be in your. I don't know in in your your best interest for your business to take time to do that, but it's the, easy. But do you need to do it? Yeah, the content has gotten easier to create, but it's harder to curate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the thing too. Is like okay, it is easier to, to create this content, but people sometimes forget it has to be content. Yeah, you know it, it because everyone can do it doesn't mean that that's something worth watching or people are going to invest time in so you still have to go back to old school like okay what makes a good shot what makes Mm -hmm. an interesting story this is so funny to um faxes glenn and i always laugh because what i don't know who it was for but tom Selleck had a commercial i think it was at&t oh yeah okay yeah and and it's um it shows a nice footage of a beach and tom Selleck's voiceover ever send a fax from the beach you will I know, but that's, I mean, when you think about the future, you can't help but base some of it in what you know now. It's like why all the futuristic films from a certain time period had flying cars. Well, they they couldn't have imagined drones. They couldn't have imagined internet. They couldn't imagine the other things that we have. Or bad drivers. Or bad drivers. Bad drivers. Yeah, could you imagine how hard it is right now to to navigate when you're just and like you know on a, one I am plane? one. I, yeah, <laughs> if if something on the road has changed, it's like oh my, I got to oh. go back to school for this. Yeah, we have this intersection, or they they did this construction to try to I guess alleviate traffic, yes. and it's it has turned into an Escher painting. Yep. It is crazy, and it freaks me out every time we have to go on. I'm getting better at it, but that, I mean, yes, that is more than just one level, but it's just in, like, one level of driving. Could you imagine trying to navigate with people above you, below you? Uh, yeah, that's crazy. Flying I think cars. drivers of a certain age would have a challenge with that. Right, like those young kids. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, anyway, but faxes, that just made me start thinking about the technology for public relations. Back in the day... Before faxes, because faxes were, that was a game changer for PR, because then you could fax a press sure, release out, yeah. and so you didn't have to plan so far ahead. But you used to have to actually mail press kits or drop them off. And, or have them couriered. Yeah, or have them yeah, couriered. in the same area. Now, there is some creativity that came from creating a full-fledged press kit that you would deliver. Like, I remember um, reading about this in one of my PR journals, they were uh, this publishing house was was promoting a new horror uh, book or movie. I can't remember which book or movie, and they sent out press kits with pillows to the news. Tri- and the message was "Sleep while you can." Hmm. Isn't that great? And also kind of creepy because then if you don't, if if for some reason 
the rest of the kid is lost. All you have is this like threatening pillow this, with yeah, a message, sleep while you can. Yeah. Or um, if they just disregard that, hey, I got a free pillow. Ooh. Wait. It's what with does a very, this mean? With a very scary message. But anyway, but there used to be a time where you'd put together press kits, and sometimes they were three-dimensional, or they were at least folders, and you had to plan so far ahead and mail them. Now, I can email a virtual press kit, and it's got some cool stuff too, but it's so instantaneous. Or you can DM a journalist. A virtual pillow. A virtual pillow. You could DM on one of the social media things and say, hey, I got a great story idea for you. And it just... I don't know, there's a, a longing for the creativity that came from having to plan far in advance, but there's so much, I don't know, that can be done now that couldn't be done that makes it easier, and that's the email. That's right, and you can still do the old-fashioned stuff, and I think that sometimes that's better than the virtual stuff. Mm-hmm. Can you think of the impact if you sent a pillow to somebody today? Yeah, they would go stand to jail. out. <laughs> You go straight to, jail. <laughs> straight to jail. Well, particularly with that message. But, yes. Um, but yeah, or, you know, they would do different things like in the press kit that was interesting or, um, you know, it just, there was some creativity to it and you'd mailed things. But now no. it's, now it's a text or an email and that's fine. Things work differently. I remember when QR codes came out uh, the first time. Now they're yeah, they're coming yeah, when back. They were initially, yeah, a thing. they didn't they didn't take off at first. Now they're back in a yeah. big way. Um, but I do remember press kits uh, being put on QR codes and given like if you had a press badge for like an event, and mm-hmm. people would put those on the back. That was kind of cool. But yeah, those that's come back. So I don't know. Other thoughts about technology and the huge changes that have happened. And I don't know. Are there any that you don't like? You know. I've started to think that technology is a little bit like the reverse of real estate. Mm-hmm. Real estate will always land, will always find its top value. Mm-hmm. That's It's inevitable. It may be a, an incremental thing, but it will always find its most commercially viable use. Technology will always find its most common use. Mm. And where the intersection of the price and convenience are, then that's where your tipping point comes. It's also a familiarity thing. And I I think that maybe all three of those ideas go into it. All three of those aspects come into it. So So you're saying like, if it's convenient, and people understand it, and it is I guess valuable to someone, then that's gonna gonna use it. I mean, price, like price, convenience, and necessity. Yeah, I think that is right. With well, think about during the pandemic, you had a huge bump in the people in people who are using delivery apps or curbside pickup. Those things had existed before. Yeah, but then it got a huge bump, and now some people still like we still use that um, as a convenience. Yeah, but yeah. would we have you know maybe downloaded the app and got familiar with it had it not been a necessity? I don't know. So you do make a sense, you know, like necessity kind of drives that. But then there's also people who are early adopters who go after everything that's cool and high tech. And then there are the rest of us who kind of wait, see how things shake out. What's another big thing that has changed over the last you know, 10 or so years, would you say? The generational shift in the workplace. Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess it's not so much a shift as it is a combination, sort of a mixing bowl. Well, yeah, I saw some research. I think this is the first time that like there are four generations mm-hmm. in the workplace at the same time. So yeah. I guess that would be what boomers, Gen X, millennials, and then Gen Z are kind of the young ones coming in. And we talked about, what about Gen Y. 
Yeah, I don't know what the next one's called. Wow. Just leaving out an entire... Oh, well, we, no, you're uh, saying Gen... <laughs> on behalf of Couples, Inc., I apologize to Gen Y listeners. Well, no, millennials will be Gen Y. Jody misspoke, and here is her apology. No, G- millennials will be Gen Y. you got to roll it back. We're going to get sued. No, 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 because we were Gen X, I went Gen X, and then Gen Y, but they call them millennials. But we talked about this in the previous episode about generations, but this is interesting in terms of changing the environment for yeah. a business. You have all these generations, and... I think if approached well, you can learn so much, keeping your mind open. Um, kind of like we're the old guys in the room. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we, we have the advantage of that perspective. We have the advantage of that experience. We're not necessarily on the cutting edge in terms of trends. Uh, we, we don't know the latest slang. Uh, I certainly dress you know, real hip and modern. Oh, of course, but I, not I everybody. Well, I, yeah, I don't. I, I wasn't going to speak for you, <laughs> and I wasn't going to bring it up. But I think you need to update your wardrobe. Oh, thanks. A little bit. Yeah, yeah to be more hip and trendy. Yeah, um, wear some sandals, uh, will you? Yeah, this. You know, yeah, there are some downsides where you're. You know, when you're older, and like again, we talked about this in a previous episode. But still, there's so much to be learned by you know engaging with each of the generations so okay this next thing i saw when i was doing my research it it's not necessarily something that's just changed over the last 10 years there's an ebb and a flow Mm -hmm. i know both of them right (laughs) it does sound like a comedy act like vaudeville it's probably was there probably was back in the day yeah that that is funny okay we should we'll do, do that you'll be ebb i'll be flow okay like on green acres maybe yeah Ebb on Green Ebb Acres. and Flo. Actually, was there was a character on Green Acres, Ebb? Yeah. Because there's a Flo character on those, um, um, oh, what is it? One of the insurance companies. Yeah. And there wasn't a sitcom, too. In fact, there was a sitcom. Oh, oh yeah. I love, uh, not I love Lucy. Um, Alice. I, I love Alice. I love Alice. And I knew Flo there was a, And Ebb. I, I love all was, of them. Uh, Kiss My Grits. That was the Flo character. Yes. Yes. Yeah, so, all right. Well, so, Ebb was on, on Green Acres was the guy. He was kind of like the farmhand. Okay. I don't know if you remember. He also, always wore a goofy ball cap and um, kind of a sport coat that didn't go with anything. Oh, okay. We should totally fashion. mash them up. Ebb and Flow. All yeah. right. And it wasn't clear what his arrangement with them was. He, he was like, uh, I don't know if he lived with them, if he was an au pair farmhand. If he <laughs> an au was, pair Yeah, if, if he was a like a, an itinerant and sort of come around during this certain season. I don't know. Okay, I feel like we're going down a weird rabbit hole of Green Acres. Green Acres is never weird. That's true. It's classic. It is a classic. A classic rabbit hole. A classic rabbit But right now, again, with the ebb and flow, right now it is an employee market, not an employer market. So that's something yeah. that's kind of changed um, a little bit. And I know that a lot of businesses struggle right now to try to find employees and recruiting, but it just it's, it's had um, an effect in terms of you've got to think more than just you know, the typical recruitment tools. Yeah. You've got to go beyond that. That is if you're recruiting human beings. Oh, yeah, and bots. I think that's one reason that AI is starting to really latch on. It's been around forever. You remember Clippy? No. <laughs> yeah, the, the Microsoft thing that was almost um, the, the cause of so many people smashing their computers with hammers it was weird it started out like okay i see you're writing a letter would you like to format this and then it got 
I'm your intrusive assistant yeah. that just won't let you go. It was a little bit like, okay, I got it, Clippy. It's like I'm you good. stepped in something. Yeah. Yeah, technologically something. But yeah, the AI thing is starting to really take off. Again, this is sort of like uh, the automation that we saw several decades ago in manufacturing. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that puts a lot of people out of work. A lot of those people went on to find other jobs that were better for them in the long run. There was some adjustment, and it was tough on other people. Mm-hmm. I think you're seeing another type of revolution here with folks like um, writers, mm-hmm. content creators like ourselves. And I don't mean to, to say that we're going to be replaced by AI anytime soon, but I come in peace. But you're right. There are you know, lots of tools out there, and it could change how employment works. Yeah. You know, there is a school of thought, and I have seen this on YouTube which is my favorite channel now, mm-hmm. that we are indeed living in a simulation. I think you're right. You think we are? What? Uh, well, he, we can't, he knows. He knows. We, everyone, yeah, he knows. We can't call attention to it like that. <laughs> but that is another big big change. Living YouTube. in a simulation? No, not living in a simulation, but YouTube. Those are some technological changes that are both good and bad. Um, it has hurt the industry in terms of like newspapers closing and things like that, mm-hmm. and it's adjusted things differently. But it also is kind of helped in terms of targeting your audience. Right. So. Media consolidation. Mm-hmm. All right. What other thing can you think of that's changed you know, 10 years or more, you know, that has affected uh, companies? You know, this has been going on for some time. Employees go to work for more than just a paycheck. Mm-hmm. I think that back when I first started, that was kind of a given. It went with my choice of career fields. But I'm probably the exception rather than the rule. I knew from a very early age what I wanted to do in life, to both as a vocation and an avocation. And I, I know that there are a lot of people that don't do that, but that the way that you did that back then was that you chose that path and then you got the education to try to fill it. It's almost like you made the choice and then you tailored your education and your career path. Right. And so are you thinking like now people are choosing their careers in a different way? And earlier. Oh. You hear so many people from uh, this generation say their aspiration is to be a YouTube star. Mm -hmm. Okay, you can do that. You don't have to have any formal education or training at all. You just have to, you know, go ahead and and do it. You put yourself in there, and the market decides whether or not you have a good idea. It is kind of funny, though, because, I mean, for some of them, yeah, it works. But for others, it's kind of like the same thing, like, when I said I wanted to be a rockhead. (laughs) You know, it's like... And did you? No, I did not. Or saw a gold dancer, and no, I did not that either. But it's like, is YouTube star the new I want to be a ballerina? Or I want to be a, you know, astronaut? Maybe, but the only thing about those two fields is that you had to be vetted. Mm-hmm. If you're an no, astronaut, exactly. especially, you can't just walk on a spaceship. Hey, I'm here. Let's go. Well, unless you're a billionaire. That's right. <laughs> or unless you're dead. Oh, yeah. Your cremated. ashes can be yeah. out there. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah. It, yeah. You don't have to be vetted yeah, these days to do those other kinds of things. Put up your account, you know, establish your channel and take off i wonder why i mean there are entrepreneurs obviously we have an entrepreneurial spirit we create a business 
And there are certain people who are, I guess, wired to be their own boss. And when you're doing a YouTube channel or you're doing content creation, you are inherently being your own boss. I wonder if there's like a trend now where more people are like, less inclined to want to work for someone and more inclined to work for themselves or do the gig economy. I mean, that's another change we've seen over the last, you know, 10 years or so. Yeah. That gig economy comes with its own set of uh, pluses and minuses. Mm-hmm. One of the things that, I, that pops to mind immediately is benefits. Yeah. You don't have health insurance and we don't have the universal health insurance model in this country. Well, a lot of young people, though, can stay on their health insurance of their parents till the 26, which may yeah. be why the young 20-somethings feel they have more freedom to try these things. Yeah, exactly. And mm-hmm. when it gets real, then you see the YouTube channel go away and people... Um, Isn't it weird? Like sometimes on YouTube, I'll see a channel I've never seen before. It has the highest uh, views. I'm leaving YouTube. That's like... It's like, ironically, it's like this going out of business oh, wow. sales. You go, you never go to the store until it's going out of business. You know, that's right. You don't watch the video until they're going to be it's like, like, where you guys been all this time? This I know. It's too late. It's kind of the ironic and it's kind of heartbreaking in some ways, but it'll come up like as a, a top feed, like I'm why I'm leaving YouTube. I'm like, I didn't know you were on there. Well, but, you know, I've been meaning to talk to you about this, but this is our last episode. We are leaving the podcast world. Ooh, smart. Get Let's more. watch those ratings pop up. Come Woo-hoo! on, people. For segment B, we have a little twist to throw at our listeners. Twist, 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 twist. twist, twist, twist. And also, you may not know what segment B is. We do a segment A, which is the topic. Segment B, the interview. And segment C is the fun. That's our our oh, logo. Well, our I logo. Our jargon. Are, our logo. Jargon. Yeah, it's words. Lo- I don't know it's words Largon. anymore. Well, we, people know. Our listeners are smart. They are smart. And they know. I think so. For segment B, we've got people asking us questions. I know. Instead of us asking them questions. Um, I'm excited. Yeah, so we, we reached can out take to, it easy through this, right? Oh, sure. We reached out to, to a couple past uh, uh, guests. We might do this again. I kind of like, well, depending. I don't know. Depending on what these questions are and how we do. <laughs> we may not do. Well, this yeah. may be introducing for the last time our, this new segment. Yes. <laughs> yeah. The first one comes from Andrea Dindinger. In California. Yeah, we interviewed her a couple episodes back. Yeah, she it's, does, it's been a minute. We probably need to get her on the show again. Yeah, uh, she does counseling for um, for couples. Yeah. And, and she, what was it? She did the... Uh, the Hell Yeah. Hell Yeah. I yeah, love the that. the Hell Yeah Challenge. Hell Yeah Challenge. Yeah, love that. Really All right, cool. let's hear her question. Okay. Hi, Jody and Glenn. It's Andrea Dindinger. My question for you is, what are the three things each of you are most grateful for in working together with your spouse. Thanks so much. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, the three, three things. things we're most grateful for or thankful for of working with our spouse. I can think of like 300 things, but I'll, I'll narrow it down. I'll just funnel it. Just okay. focus, focus. Okay, three, you do <laughs> three. You do one, I'll do one. We'll kind of go back and forth. Sound good? Yeah. Well, first of all, I love you. Aww. And well, you don't have to go overboard like that. Just say you love me back, and then that's done with it. <laughs> you, I love you. Say you say the sweetest things. I, I say it sweetly too. You do. The first thing is I love you, and oh, I, do too. I love being around you. And your the, the combination, your ideas, your experience, your knowledge, your smartness. Um, those are four things that I'm thankful for in in one category. Okay, so it's like one but, A, B, C, and D. Yeah, because we're a couple, you know, I and love it. and working together is just it just feels natural mm-hmm. to me. 
I think for me, and we've talked about this before, about how people say, well, you never leave the office or you're always talking about work. I love the fact that when I talk about something or project or work, I'm talking to someone who knows exactly what I'm working on and can brainstorm with me. You should meet him sometimes. Oh, yeah, He's really, really to. great. But it's it's like, yeah, you talk about work with your spouse. Yeah. And this is so much better because we get to talk about something that we are building and growing together. And that we both know about. Yeah. We both understand the players. We both understand the goals. So it it really is great. Now, would I still love talking to you if, say, you were – a dentist, and we were having dinner, and I was talking about my work, and you were talking about bicuspids oh boy, and molars. Was just tough. I would still enjoy that our time mouth together. Is like a cave, <laughs> talking about stuff, but it just—it's a bonus that we talk about things that are within you know within our business that we know about. I yeah, love that. Yeah. So I guess that's three for me, isn't it? Well, no. Did you I just, say three? You you combined all of them into. Well, that's not cheating or anything. That's that's three. Okay. Well, then mine was only one. So now you want me to come up with two more? Two more. I'll prompt you. Number two is for Jody. <laughs> um, seeing a different side to you. Seeing your creativity. Like, if I didn't work with you, I would know. I mean, I know you're a smart, creative person. I get to see it firsthand, which is great because... Um, working together allows us to see the sides of ourselves that spouses normally don't. Um, you know, we get to see what we do and how we do it and the way we think. And yeah. that's kind of kind of cool. I, it was funny, during the, the pandemic, when people were working from home, I saw this uh, post. Someone said, I can't believe my husband is one of those, let's circle back. Or let's take this offline, people. Wow, yeah. And so it's like, who is who is this person? They're finding out that their person, their you know, spouse is that person on those conference calls who says those you know weird phrases like "let's circle back" or now I say "let's put a pin in it," but you're used to that. But anyway, they are people were discovering how their spouse works. Well, we get a chance to discover how we work, how we think, and see a different side. Yeah. And that's great. When you work with your significant other, too, you bring some kind of intangible. And because it's intangible, I don't have a word for the description of it. It's, it's, it's intangible. But that quality really, I think, is a great benefit to our customers and to us because it's like we're on the same level. We often finish each other's sentences. Sandwiches. And sandwiches. Sometimes we brush, each brush the other's teeth. Oh, yeah, we're, we're very close that and, way. And, you know, it's, it's just a, a hand-to-hand type of thing. This is all about teeth today. It, part of it, yeah. yeah. Brought yeah. to you by the Tooth Enamel Association. Um, that's your number two, then. Yeah. That we are on the same wavelength. Teeth. teeth. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, and then, like I said, my number three is probably... That we're working together towards something bigger. Yeah. And building, I building. Building something. And that's that's not something you can do unless you own a business together. Now, yes, you can build your family, build your home, but this gives us a chance to work together and build something bigger than us together. And so that's my number three. My number three would be that no matter what happens, and and we've been through some crazy stuff over the past few years that we've owned this business. I always have an alibi. <laughs> no matter what happens. You're always with your wife. Yeah. You're you're vetting for me and that's just perfect. And I can and honestly though, you don't have a really good memory. 
So I always think about like those cop shows when someone says, where were you on the night of whatever? I'm yeah, thinking, that might be kind of a problem for me. Yeah, but like, I, how do you remember? The 70s you know? were good to me. Yeah. All right, let's do the next question. Right. That, that was great. Thank you, Andrea, for sending us the question that got us thinking about what we're thankful for. Because sometimes, you know, you need to stop and think about what you're thankful for and what you appreciate. Especially so you, alibis. Yes. Thankful. Our next letter from listeners comes from Chuck Johnson of Fort Worth, Texas. I wish we'd made them say, long-time listener, first-time caller. <laughs> that would have been And at least quiet. one of them asking us about a, a sports team. Yes, a throwback to the days of radio. <laughs> yeah, Chuck Johnson and his wife, Deborah, who own Big Bad Wolf Creative Group in Fort Worth, Texas. Did we interview them in season one or two? Um, season two, I believe. Oh, wow. But okay. we, I'd have to go back and check that. Yeah, but yeah, this is this is great. I love this. Okay, let's see what his question is. Hey, Jody and Glenn. It's Chuck and Deborah from Big Bad Wolf Creative Group. For yourselves and those listeners who are close to retirement age, do you have an exit strategy from your business? Actually, I don't think that I will ever retire. <laughs> and we haven't made clear what my exact age is. Yeah, why would he think you're old enough to retire? I don't know. That's just rude. Um, I, I've known Chuck for some time. How long? I can't say. And you won't say? No, I won't. <laughs> and I don't think he would say either. <laughs> Chuck is one of my oldest and dearest friends, oldest literally and figuratively. And well, he is older than I am, so I can talk about that. Okay. You do love that every once in a while we'll be in a, a meeting and he'll be oh. That person was older than me. I am not the oldest person in the room. It, 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 it's just a number, babe. Just a number. Sure. Yeah. Um, but that's a really good question. Mm-hmm. I think I'll work until, you know, the day that I'm unable to, and maybe that's the and retirement. even then, with AI, I mean, yes, I could just I basically could. program in your personality <laughs> and your voice and just keep you working, you know. And whatever computer or yeah. master cylinder or whatever it is would start exploding at, at that time. <laughs> I mean, while you're in the cryogenic, you know, warehouse or whatever, we'll just I keep, keep working. That, that was on the table. Oh, was it not mentioned? No, I don't huh, remember talking about no, that. Um, you know, I, Show me this cryogenesis. <laughs> I think the nature of the work that we do um, does allow us to work longer. Yeah. Um, I think we have a benefit in that our business is office related. Yeah, we work with our minds more than our bodies. And brain related, yeah. And so Although long, my body sometimes works while I'm not even aware of it. Sometimes, sometimes and sometimes your brain works and sometimes it doesn't. When I'm not work, aware of it. When you're not aware of it. Yeah. Um so I think that helps us. This is an interesting question though because we do have um an interview scheduled coming up with someone who uh kind of specializes and has counseled businesses on transitioning from either selling their business, retiring, or um, giving it to the next generation. So we will talk in more depth, but what are your thoughts about this? Because you are, again, we're not going to reveal his age, but you are a little bit older than me. My strategy is, and I, I, I again, need to talk to you about this, but I'm introducing the idea now so that you don't explode because we're in a public space. I'm handing the business over to you. What? No need to thank me. <laughs> Just, you know, pay it forward when well, we the definitely time comes. Can't. We have to keep Couples Inc. together, because Couples Inc. with one person would be a very odd thing. Why? It would just be odd. But our other it business... It would be Couple Inc. Couple Inc. <laughs> our other business um, could be something that we, I guess, slowly uh, 
I guess, divide the business differently where I would take on more, you would take on less, but I do feel like you would still be actively involved. Emeritus. Yes. Yes. But for those people who are maybe the same age, they probably have a more, uh, I guess, unified vision. Ours, it gets complicated Mm -hmm. because I may still want to work, but it's weird to think about me working in the business without you. Good. (laughs) You've created this monster and now I can't know. Um, So I don't know. I think that we would probably transition our business because it is isn't our our business our marketing firm isn't the kind of business we would sell it isn't the kind of business we would give to your children it is the kind of business that we would just close would, we, could we hang one of those going out of business banners out front we, yes we could going out of business sale uh, and then that's when everyone comes and gets our i didn't say sale oh yeah no just there's going no discounts just going out of business you know get a lot of traffic <laughs> get in the store and then bang yeah like what was that for that movie oh it was an adam sandler movie and one of the characters they he's like sorry about your business and he goes oh no that's the name of our business yeah, so gotta, yeah, yeah so. don't mess with the zohan i think yeah that was it yeah um, anyway, so yeah, that's a good question, Chuck. And obviously, from our rambling around, we have not given it as much thought. And I think that's because our business is such that it is easier for us to do, even as we get into retirement age. Yeah. We have a lot more flexibility and control. The traditional retirement age. The traditional retirement age. We yeah. don't have customers coming in. Like if we were to you know, have a bakery then we would be considering retirement because that's a demanding, you have to be on site, you have to open the doors, or you could have someone else manage it for you. But even then, you can't be completely hands-off. Where you could we, have a virtual bakery. Or have a virtual bakery. That sounds like a half-cooked idea. Oh, well, they do have cookies on the internet. Why not bakeries? I don't know. But the point is, we have a business that allows us to potentially work well into our 60s and 70s because it is you know, an idea-driven business. Um, so I, I see us continuing on for quite a while and then maybe transitioning into um, other things, but still probably doing some sort of work. It just, I, I'm like with you, I can't really imagine fully retiring and not having something that we're doing that's creative or that we're working together on. Our third and final question comes from Pat and Regina Schober, the owners of Poetica Marketing. Yeah, they were a really fun couple to to interview. I'm looking forward to hearing what their question. Yeah, and I'm looking forward to interviewing them again, but they can put us on the hot seat with this. Hey, Jody and Glenn, it's Regina and Pat from Poetica Marketing, and we have a question for you. What are your top three tips for couples who are working together and trying to balance family and work? It's easy for the two things to blend together, but it's also important to make sure you dedicate time to both separately. That's another good question. It's the inevitable question of the work-life balance and that we try to call blend because the there's not... The and the yang. Yeah. And but yeah, blend is uh, something that we came up with, I think, in season one, episode one. I think so, too, because it's been one of those things that we know couples or you know, people in general struggle with. Um, and the word balance, it is it kind of equates this idea that you're going to have a set separation and i i hear what what you know pat's saying is that you do have to have separate time and totally agree but it is hard to find an equal balance so blend feels like a little bit more um appropriate yeah so three things all right number one 
you've got to set aside the time. You have a calendar. Mm-hmm. Just as you have a meeting with a client or a deadline, set up date night. Set up family. You know, these are these are things that need to be scheduled as well as your own personal time. Block out that time and treat it just like you would meeting with a client. Sacred. Yeah. It, you, Immutable. Exactly. You need to set that time aside and treat it like it is non-negotiable. Inexorable. In, uh, you keep throwing out new words. Inexorable. In, inflexible. And inflexible. And one more. Come on. Give it, I'm out. There's tension in threes. Sorry. Um, so that would be my number one, um, is that you've got to... You've got to make the time and set aside the time. Same thing people always say about, you know, trying to incorporate working out. You put it on the calendar. And it is something that you um, treat as an important part of your day. Wow. That's a great analogy, the working out thing. Mm -hmm. Because essentially it is an exercise in achieving that blend. Mm -hmm. And it it takes some work. It's not something that just... naturally flows necessarily it's something that you have to be conscious of and be aware of and i think part of that is uh you know if you have uh built a sense of gratitude toward what your life has become or what you're building your life to be and your relationship with your business and your relationship with your family i think that kind of follows along with it so it's an over kind of an umbrella type approach Mm -hmm. it's not one component that you have to work on that's going to dictate the success or failure of your blend it's all of them now they talked about like when you if you have young children too Mm -hmm. all right what are your thoughts on that wow it's i think that would be the biggest challenge ever in the in the history of mankind that's a moonshot Mm -hmm. with every couple it's going to be a little bit different a lot of having kids is chaos there's no way around it. There's no way to, to plan the chaos. Yeah. I mean, you're and, and small business, too. There's a lot of chaos there. I think you just have to be realistic about what it takes. And sometimes you might need to bring in that help. Just like with a small yeah. business, you sometimes farm out work or you, you know, get some professional help. Wow. Maybe there's a need for that with, with you know, kids as well. That's a great analogy. Yeah. I'm you, all you about the in, analogies today. Well, you, you bring in a consultant. <laughs> yeah, a you kid know, consultant. The, the kid consultant. Is it a kid who's a consultant or is it a consultant who knows about kids? Yes. I think the other thing is um, getting away from your business and spending time with your family. Yeah. So that you don't forget. It, it's easy to get into a workaholic mentality sometimes, particularly when so much is on the line and you're running your business. But there's a reason you have your business, and that is for your future. So I, I think you, you've got to find time. Just like you and I will always find time, um, or we try to always find a designated date night, You know, going out to dinner. Yes, we may talk work, but we've gotten away from the office. And we also take time during the day to break away, to go have lunch, or just you know spend time together, or go a weekend trip away if you have a family, and then just make the most of that. For our fun segment, which is segment C, um, we thought we'd introduce a new activity. Um, Not quite a quiz, not quite a game, but... eh. It's a quaim. It's a quaim. Or is it both? Is it both? (laughs) We're calling it, is it both? Do we need a theme song? I think I need to come up with one. Come up with a theme song. Let me see what I can do. All right, let me do... 
da, 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 da. Is, is it both? I was kind of inspired for this um, by reading something on the McSweeney website. Oh, it's, yes. It's a, it's a parody site. It's kind of like The Onion. It's like, you know, they'll but do... more oh, onion-ier. More onion-ier, yes. More layers. Um, and it's it'll they'll do different things. And one of them I read was, um, is it you feeding your child or working at a high-end restaurant? And the things were kind of like both. And we thought, what if we took something like that so thank you mcsweeney's not yeah. a sponsor thank, thanks for letting us steal your We're, idea it's the, hey imitation is the most sincere form of podcasting <laughs> so <laughs> anyway yes so we've come up with a few things that could be describing what it's like to a take care of a toddler b manage a social media account or mm-hmm. c is, is it, it both? both all right so Okay, these are phrases, and we have to pick, and I have a feeling they'll end up being mostly, is it both, but, because that's the name of the segment. Could be. But you start. Okay. Okay. Don't get into arguments. Oh, that is definitely, is it both? Both. That's where madness lies. For sure. Yeah. All right, mine. Sometimes they need a boost. Uh, That's both. It is both, because toddlers are just like so short. I don't know when they're going to start making taller toddlers. Well, it'd be a lot easier. You you don't have to worry about a stool in front of the sink and all that kind of stuff. I think it's a design flaw. It's a design flaw. But toddlers are so short, so yes, they do need a boost. But also, in nowadays social media world, you can't get much traction with organic. Sure. So you got to give them a boost, which is usually or an ad, and that kind of sucks, but that's the reality. All right. Uh, Make good choices. That is both. 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 And it's unfortunate that the toddlers are more likely to do that than the people on Facebook. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I think that's right. Yeah. I mean, I know some, some toddlers who make good choices. Maybe we should make a toddler Facebook. Yeah. Toddler face? Toddler face. Well, that kind of goes to mine because it is one of the rules you learn as a toddler. It's important to share. Yes. So as much as we hate That's Facebook and trolls, but it is important to share if you're going to get anybody to see the you know that stuff. Now, do you need to share everything? Eh, probably not. But it is important to share, and toddlers learn that. But if you're a toddler, it is important to share everything. Yes. From candy to illnesses. Well, let me go ahead and go to my next one, okay. just because that ties in. Yes. You are tired of hearing the word viral. <laughs> with a toddler, for sure. Most definitely. And then with social media, <laughs> for a while there, everybody wanted to go viral. Everyone, and not every, you know. And, and no one wanted to go bacterial. Exactly, which is so unfair. It is. All right, go ahead, yours. When it stinks, change it. <laughs> Thought you'd appreciate that. Oh, my God. Um, yeah. It is both, I would think. Now, we yeah. can't change Facebook, but we can change certain things about it. And yeah. you obviously change yeah. the toddler when when needed. But I guess certain things you could change, like sometimes we have to block people. And sometimes you can't change a toddler. And sometimes, well. You, well, you can, but it takes a lot longer. This is where I... So that's another one that's both. Yeah, it that is. It takes longer to change sometimes. It takes longer to change. This makes me think of a sidebar, why I knew it was not maternally minded i babysat this kid i've changed a diaper in my life three times and it was on the same kid it was too tight (laughs) then it was too loose and then it was just right it was a goldilocks of of diapers experiences 
But I realized that's the only time I've ever changed a diaper in my life three times on that same kid. And I was like, you know what? I am not good at this. So I didn't babysit mm-hmm. after that anymore. If I did, I made sure they were like, you know, 10 year olds. I could pop in a movie. But um, yeah, I just wasn't was not good at that. Yeah, so. it is kind of a, an acquired skill. <laughs> yeah. But and, I, and it may not have been too tight, but I didn't know. And I and it wasn't like his legs were turning purple. <laughs> but I was like, the, I was so scared. I was like, oh, my God, that kid is going to be. So uncomfortable. And then the other one just fell off. I'm like, oh my God, I don't know how to do this. fell off? No, the diaper was almost falling off. And and also too, the whole changing a boy's diaper. Oh my God. So I just knew I was not cut out to be a babysitter. All right. All right. So you did that one. Okay. Mine, so many temper tantrums. Wow. That's definitely both. Definitely both. Definitely. Oh my gosh. Yeah. uh, Uncountable. I know. Innumerable. I know. It's crazy. Unfathomable. It's like people have forgotten that thoughts that shouldn't be said should, should remain, remain in, in the, the head. head. Mm. All right. Do you have any more? I do. Okay. Uh, don't put that in your mouth. You don't know where it's been. <laughs> okay. I want to say, is it both since that's our segment? I'm not sure how it works with social media, but I'm going with it. Yeah. I'm sure it's a thing. It's, yeah. Yeah. I'm sure. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, any of them. Don't well, put them in your mouth. You don't know where they've been. <laughs> that takes me to mind. You have to remind everyone that we don't use that word. <laughs> we don't say that. Exactly. And yeah. I think that is definitely for both. both. Thanks for listening to Couples Inc., a place where we help couples work better together. We drop new episodes the first and third Wednesday of each month, but to make sure you don't miss a show, follow us wherever fine podcasts are published. And if you enjoyed this episode and you want to support the podcast, share it with others, post it on social media, or leave a rating or review. And please visit our website, couplesincpodcast.com. That's couplesincpodcast.com. To learn more about us, review show notes, or leave us a message. Until next time.